2: At LC and Jack Radio Show With your boys LC and the Breadman holding you down Give us a shout here in the studio You can reach us Directly at Erico code 347-843-4738 Up close and personal Urban Talk Radio Well, it's great to have you It's been a re- really busy week As of we know, last week, the great, probably the greatest of all time, the GOAT, Muhammad Ali, passed away. I don't want to say it's a sad time, depending on your religious beliefs, if you believe in religion, you know that... He is in a better place But we definitely did lose I don't want to say I guess you could You could look at it A couple different ways One of the best athletes Of all time And also one of the Greatest Humanitarians Get my tongue right That ever lived Not just here Globally pretty powerful if you mention Muhammad, Muhammad Ali anywhere in the world this man his name is and face is recognized anywhere and that's very powerful if your name or and your face is recognizable anywhere in the world a lot of people have that power here in the United States or locally wherever they live Have it anywhere in the world Now That's Special Special man Stood up For what he felt was right And he paid a price But I think the price He paid The rest of us gained So It's a Muhammad Ali show Tonight Talking about the greatest to ever do it In and out of the ring So give us a shout if you like Pack show 347-843-4738 four, four, What's happening there, Brett?
3: I'm doing good, baby How are you doing?
2: I'm good, man It's uh,
3: Kind of tough little time little right good. now
2: Losing all our great People that Have walked Physically walked this world Between Prince And now Muhammad Ali It's It's, it's And today's Prince's birthday By the yes, way sir. So it's real real busy, a lot of stuff going on, but definitely have to take some time out to give respect to those that earned respect. So they definitely get it here. As we already talked much about Prince Fortunately or unfortunately we now we turn over sights over to Muhammad Ali. Any thoughts?
3: Wow. That's, that's, I'm, I'm speechless, you know, on what I want to say in light of uh, this passing. But it's just so many things that Ali done for me as a child and as a growing man. He just left a legacy... That can't be matched by any other I mean we can just go on and on About what he's done To the game of boxing Of civil rights movement And just Just a downright Awesome Black man that walked this earth You know rest in peace To him you know
2: No doubt about it Rest in peace to him Let me give some quotes That are was there given by Layla Ali And one quote that she did say You know that I'm feeling sad That I'm, I'm feeling sad for a long time Felt watching my father suffer For a long time with Parkinson's disease She felt that he was actually trapped inside his own body close quote so you know essentially she just said my dad is at peace she didn't even know how long when he got sick he would be able to hang in there and stay here on the surf until he was called his work was done so until the end and I believe my the champ after all his organs shut down, he was still alive for about 30 minutes. His heart was still beating. So this shows the strength, the character that Muhammad Ali had. Just uh, one of the few individuals that you will never forget. So we we do have some cuts. So we're gonna going to get to some of Ali himself words on the show, because basically it's, it's, it's Ali, it's his time, so um, in this particular clip, Ali's talking about why he thinks Jesus is, is white, so listen in on the LC and Jack radio show, Muhammad Ali himself.
1: Things are getting much better, but I always wonder when I went to church on Sundays. I've always been one to—I'm not just a box. I do a lot of reading, a lot of studying. I ask questions. And I go out, I travel these countries, and watch how their people live and I learn. And I always ask my mother. I said, "Mother, how come is everything white?" I said, "Why is Jesus white with blonde hair and blue eyes? Why is the Lord <laughs> suffer all white men? Angels are white. Pope and, and the Mary and every even the angels." I said, "Mother." When we die, do we go to heaven? She said, naturally, we go to heaven. I said, well, what happened to all the black angels they took the
0: picture?
1: <laughs> I said, oh, I know. If the white folks was in heaven, too, then the black angels were in the kitchen preparing the milk and honey.
0: <laughs> I said,
1: listen, you could me that. boy. I was always curious, and I always wondered why I had to die to go to heaven. Well, I couldn't have pretty cars and good money and nice homes now. Why do I have to wait till I die to get milk and honey? And I said, Mama, I don't want no milk and honey. I like steaks. And and I said, milk and honey is a laxative (laughs) anyway. Do they have a lot of bathrooms in heaven? (laughs) Well, anyway, I was always curious. I always wondered why. You know, Tarzan is the king of the jungle in Africa. He was white. (laughs) (laughs) White man. I saw this white man swinging around Africa with a diaphone, hollering. Do you all see Tarzan over here? And all the Africans, so he's beating them up and breaking the lion's jaw. And here's Tarzan talking to the animals. And the Africans have been there for centuries, and he yet can't talk to the animals. I always wonder why. Miss America was always white. All the beautiful brown women in America, beautiful suntans, beautiful shapes, all types of complexions, but she always was white. And Mr. World was always white. And Mr. Universe was always white. And then they got some stuff called White House cigars, White Swan soap, King White soap, White Cloud tissue paper, <clears throat> White Rain Harriers, White Tornado Flow Wax. Everything was white. And the angel food cake was the white cake, and the devil food cake was the chocolate cake. <laughs> I the money. Why is everything white? I always wondered, you know, and, and the president lives in the White House. <laughs> And Mary had a little lamb. His feet as white as snow, and snow white, and everything was white. Santa Claus was white, and everything bad was black. The little ugly Buckland was the black duck, and the black cat was the bad luck. And if I threaten you, I'm gonna blackmail you. <laughs> I said, Mama wanted to call it white male? They lied too. <laughs> I, was, I was always curious, and then and <laughs> this is when I knew something was wrong. <laughs> Wasn't the Olympic gold medal in Rome, Italy? Olympic champion, the Russian standing right here, and the pole right here. Is Poland considered a communist country? Yeah. Yeah, I'm defeating America's so-called threat or enemies, and the flag is going thun I'm standing so proud. And i don't hook the world for America. I took my gold medal, thought I'd invented something. I said, man, I know I'm going to get my people freedom there. I'm the champion of the whole world, Olympic champion. I know I can eat downtown now. And I went downtown that day, had my big old medal on, and went to the restaurant. So at that time, black things weren't integrated. The black folks couldn't eat downtown. And I went downtown, and I sat down, and I said, you know, a cup of coffee, a uh, hot dog. He said, the lady said, we don't serve Negroes. <laughs> I was so mad. I said, I don't eat them either. Just give me a cup of coffee,
2: If you're just tuning in Those are some of Ali's words himself Yeah on the LC and Jack radio show True legend I tell you man He was a comedian as well Big comedian And in the fight game As everybody knows You gotta be able to talk trash That's part of Trying to sell yourself And carve yourself out they don't talk as much trash as they used to But if you watch Boxing Through the years That was a thing They would talk And even get into a squabble here and there Especially Ali Him and Joe Frazier <laughs> Always get into something But that's that's that, that, that was what boxing was all about So uh, But you know Ali was and a lot of people say this no more outside the ring than he than he was in you know, in the ring himself. So it's it's much to talk about, Ali. And uh, so give us a shout. Let us know your thoughts. It is all about Muhammad Ali's funeral. Later on this week. to will be laid to rest. God bless his soul.
0: 347
2: 4, 3, 4, 3, You're on the LC and Jack radio show Who's on the line? Hello? Hello? Yes, the live show uh, What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Michael Anselm. I'm calling from
4: Houston, Texas. Well, hello,
3: Mike.
4: What's going on with you? How you are you?
2: Well, 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 hello? Can you hear me? We hear you. I'm clear. Okay. okay. My partner
4: so, yeah, is on in. the line as well. I got you. Well, I was calling in, and uh, you're absolutely right. Muhammad Ali, he did a, uh, he had a lot of contributions that he provided and one of the biggest ones that people are really kind of down for is uh, when his when he had his refusal to go into the armed services that was a that was a landmark case that set precedents for a lot of people to be to be able to express their religious beliefs and opinions uh, within this country. And, you know, he's just, uh, a lot of times he's just not being, um, they don't give the full extent as to what that case value, what the value of that case is.
2: Well, well, you bring up a great point, and actually uh, fast forward, we're going to touch on that. We have some words directly from the man himself that we'll play shortly. But, yeah, you, you bring up something that was really a lot of people were, I don't want to say skeptical uh, of Ali, but that might be the word a lot of people use until he came out because he changed his name. And a lot of people like, well, why is he doing that? And again, during that time, for, for those younger people that may be listening to the show, civil rights time was that. Malcolm X, MLK, all around this time. So the times were turbulent. And anything like Muhammad, you know, any any man that was making his, uh, his, his career, just really doing his thing, and now all of a sudden you're changing your name, and you're changing it to Muhammad. Now, you know, the flags go up. So he had to deal with that first. And he actually threatened, he told the reporters to make sure, you call me my new name, my name, my name now is Muhammad. Muhammad Ali. Not Cassius Clay. And he got into an altercation with a gentleman because he refused to call him by his real name. Which oh, yeah. I remember he, was, he had that altercation he, with Joe he, Frazier.
4: He told Joe to Frazier, had you he had to call couple me couple by my name.
2: Yeah, he got called, yeah. by, called but, by his name, which was uh, given to him by uh, Elijah Muhammad, which was Muhammad Ali.
4: Well, 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 you know, when yes. I when Go I ahead. first when I first had the opportunity to uh, to actually read that case, and and I got a full understanding of it, it was uh, it, it had a very profound effect upon me, as far as, as, as when you look at what uh, the religious beliefs of an individual are, you know, and it coincides with the Constitution. You know his uh, his his stance in that particular matter was, I mean, you know people just don't, you know, you know. Of course, we were younger then, you know, and, I, and Muhammad Ali was was, you know, float like a butterfly, sing sing like a bee. Everybody wanted to do, you know, what Ali could do, you know, <laughs> and it, and it, and it was um and it was just it was miraculous for for me as a kid growing up, but. As I got older, and i started you know uh looking at some of the older clips with him and jim brown and and uh uh uh, uh, uh james brown you know do doing doing the real civil rights movement you know Ali is always there and he stood up and he had and 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 he still made his money you know he had it was a rough patch going on through there, but he did a he did a fabulous job as you know all the way to the end in maintaining his faith and his belief you know uh you know a lot of people you know they see a person with parkinson's and they think that um maybe this person has lost their faculties but you know what they've lost is control of their muscular faculties but mentally he was always there he just you know he couldn't dance around the ring the way he used to but mentally, he has always been there. And now that they're putting out some of the some of the highlights of his of his philanthropy and the things that he has done over the years, you know, it even speaks more to him and his nature and who the person that he really was, you know, versus the the one that they tried to portray him to be. And he will always be the greatest boxer. He was, he, you know, to this day there has you know, you know, you know, I'm a, you know, I like Floyd, I, I like Floyd Mayweather, you know. Uh, and 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 Floyd Mayweather is on the track. If he he makes this one more fight like he does, I'm really gonna be a true Floyd Mayweather fan forever. You know. <laughs> uh, but 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 the but Muhammad Ali is one who has taken boxing and and just the the black athlete. You know, so far to 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 where. It really kinda of asked me as to why people just don't give him himself those accolades that he deserved. I really liked it during the Olympics when he you know, he put out the you know, bring the torch over. But it was a, it, it was a pretty great experience.
2: No doubt about it. Yeah, uh, he makes some great points. Nineteen ninety six Olympics, he came out and showed the world that hey, that disease will not stop me from Making history, so he right. came down and 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 took that torch and 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 lit it. So it was a special occasion, and I mean he he did a lot of things across the world. There was a lot of things, as you mentioned, that were never publicly really mentioned, as far as the, some of the good works, the money donated. Did the, so he was humanitarian Almost I think that that once he. Came out and said, "I'm not going. I'm not going to the military to fight a war. I, I don't even know what Nobody knew what the heck what, what we're doing over there. But I don't know what, why I'm going over there. I'm gonna I'll kill people. I, I, I can't be killing those people. So he he made a stance, and he actually did time behind it while he waited for his appeal. See, the best time of his career was sacrificed."
4: Well, when you look at the makeup of what the Supreme Court was at that time, you know, uh, Thurgood Marshall was on the bench, Blackburn was on the bench, you know, and uh, it was heavily tipped Republican. Okay, so and one of the and, and you know it's a First Amendment argument, you know, for freedom of religion, but 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 the uh, the court's ruling. Uh, has been pretty much it, it was very much so consistent With what You know the declarations of the constitution Stand for which is you know Freedom of speech freedom of religion And he got that in the end You know it was just a, a Horrible deal that he had to go through all of that You know uh, And 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 to me You know personally it says a whole lot about the state Of Georgia you
2: know just how backwards they can be
4: But uh, yeah, I think no, you're this, right.
2: I mean, it, I mean like in the times, it, it, those those times. I mean, uh, the very difficult times during that civil rights, and for someone to take a stance like that during that time, that was that, that really took a lot of. I, I don't even. I don't want to say, just a tremendous amount of courage to stand up. It's an easy for him to have gone in the military? He wasn't going to go oh. and fight. You know, he he really was gonna just just be in there just to be in there. And he would be able to still fight whenever he had a, a major fight. It was just the, the fact that they wanted him to commit to going into the military and, and join something, be take you know, be drafted because of a war that nobody knows to this day why we were over there. And that that daddy didn't believe in. And ever since then all those naysayers Said Wow This is what this guy did So it pretty much Set him apart Right After that There was There was no questioning Him after that And ever since then He's I don't want to say Taken off But he's he's Through boxing Boxing gave him The platform But then after The, the platform was laid He Went and took it to the next level Which is outside the ring Which is being friendly Which is so different now Most I don't want to say famous people But people that Are are well known Usually don't want to Shake hands with the public They want to seclude themselves He was the opposite He was a man that wanted to be amongst The people and when you get somebody who wants to be amongst the people and he's he's well well known that's i mean people just want to embrace you and, and thank you for what you've done and that and he was that type of man you know i've been hearing so many different stories whether it's via the internet via the radio of so many people that had met this man shook his head, or ride the subways with him so it, it's just great to hear of a legendary figure. And unfortunately, yeah, you know, he is. Fortunately, he's going to a better place, but we don't have these type of athletes now that wanna and, and you know, it, it it's difficult to take a stance. Well, we don't have well, we don't have those type of athletes anymore that really want to succeed themselves outside of what they do. You know, prince was one of those a lot of you, you well, really didn't well, hear
4: what well, that well, he was doing. Well, respectfully, you know, I I have been uh, I have lately been 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 hearing about you know quite a few guys, you know, uh, quite a few athletes that have done so many tremendous things that you know that people don't even know about, you know, and, and Jerome Bettis is one of them, you know. um. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and 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 you have you have quite a few of them out there that are financially savvy, you know, you know that you know, and a lot of them are, that are opportunists, and you know get the chance to take advantage and utilize their monies in 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 some really good ways, you know. Right.
2: Uh, but are they taking a the stance uh, when there's a wrong? Are they being the Jim Browns? the
4: no, al no, Sharp no, no, yeah, you're
2: not yeah, 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 yeah. You're not yeah, you know, not, you're not, not, you're not. I mean I, I understand that they are donating money and and that but do we have uh uh and just let's just say it was just call say an al Which is just tough to call the next Alley. Do we have anybody that wants to put their reputation on the line to protect or the, you know, to to, to to, to, to make make this world a better place To stand up for, for wrong those, those individuals Kareem Abdul-Jabbar They had that meeting And I wanted to reach out to Jim And we'll see if we can still get him To talk about the meeting Because again, during the Civil Rights They had the Muhammad They called it the Muhammad meeting And they had all the athletes At that time together To talk about, wow What is this you're not going into the army Because it was big news He was a big time athlete Muhammad Ali So he got all those guys together And they sat and discussed Why he was doing what he was doing Because again this wasn't just Affecting Muhammad Ali It affected all the athletes at the time But they all band together Because they understood That as you said In the first amendment It's your freedom of choice so, these are the things I mean, we don't have that We don't have too many people that want to be the next Al Sharpton or the yeah, Nobody I, wants to really I, do not, that Everybody wants fruit. to leave it to the next man to, to stand up And put that reputation on the line Which, you know what I mean, not every Michael Jordan Or Tiger Woods can do it But, hey, can we get anybody <laughs> you don't want to st- stand up and when something's been done what? when some so uh been done, put their reputation on the line?
4: Well 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 I I I think that one of the uh, you know, you know, you know, I look at that uh, that issue with the Portland owner, you know, uh, you know when he made those some some he made some very hard, racial, racist statements. But this you know, the statements that he was making in my opinion were true. Now, you had all of these guys that are athletes and billionaires, but every last one of them got back on the court. Now, now that's their job. And and, and, and here, it's their boss that's under that's under the scrutiny. Now, in that case and in that situation, that's hard for an individual to actually say, okay, here it is, we're coming up, we're fixing to make it to the playoffs. You know, we got a good thing going here. You know what are we going to do? Because we might not be able to make it next year. We have to, but we're here You know, and that and that was that that was a very very difficult decision for all of those guys. You know, to 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 have to make. But I think uh, I think I think that it was a decision that you know that they could live with. Because at the end of the day, that's their job now if you can identify an issue let's say uh, you know what happened to michael brown over in missouri you know you take an, you take an issue like that and you have these guys to come together to, to actually try to promote you know uh you know not necessarily a black lives matter issue but it is black lives matter you know and if you get them to support that, you know what kind of effect would it have? I think that it, I think that it could have a very profound effect on a lot of people if if they would actually stand up and put them out there, at least put at least put their conduct, you know, no, their actions. Yeah.
2: I agree. I mean, the thing is, if you're a any anyway, one of these big time athletes, you're gonna get your money. But what happens is. It'll set you apart when you take a stance for, for something outside of your arena. So it's like Trayv- Trayvon Martin, or any one of these kids or individuals from Baltimore that were killed by the, these cops. When you start when you when you get behind something, and you publicly let people know you, you're not going to put up with that, it, it does it sets you apart. And it takes a lot of gold to do it Because it's easy to sit on the side, say, you know what, Al's gonna take care of us for this. Al Sharpton gonna take care of this or whoever is gonna lead the way. We we, we can't it's gotta be again, times are changed but they haven't changed that much. I mean we have a potential presidential candidate, Trump, who wants to talk about Muslims and Mexicans and outright doesn't care if he's called a racist So You need Individuals to stand up And voice their opinion And People oh, yeah, but, uh, listen to People that You know when you take that risk You you stand out And that means you stand for something Outside of your general realm And that's what Ali Getting back to And that's what we're talking about today is Muhammad Ali, and that's what he did. Now he was, he was he was the greatest, no doubt about it, in the ring. But he actually even did it outside the ring, which is impressive. And, and,
4: and, and, and you know, I'm, I, I, I am very proud of his of his daughter. You know, Layla Ali. She not only is she beautiful, but you know, for him not to have any sons, for her to get in there and and and, and tackle the female boxing. Oh man, you know, she gets a lot of kudos from me. She gets a lot of kudos from me.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. We we talked briefly and, on and her words that she had, and it was you know. y like
4: you know, I said, you, it was, you, you know, know you, you know, me and my wife, and my wife, we were sitting up the other day, and you know, we kind of we kind of brought her up, and even now she is still a very beautiful lady. She holds herself with a lot of class, and she is. She she carries the Ali name greatly. She really does. And 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 that's something for her to be proud of.
2: Yep. And we can't forget Ali's wife. She's been by oh, side. His, no. uh, his last wife. I, I know he's been married several times, but his last wife's been with him for a long time now. And she's been
4: But they're a mother.
2: She's
4: she's stole she that her mother wife.
0: <laughs> she,
4: she's, she's been right I was there. I'm just joking, but,
2: but
0: awesome. she is
2: a she is a uh, uh, that that is phenomenal. She's been with him all these years, and so, but it's it's been great having you on the show. We appreciate you hitting us I up. I appreciate you, you guys having me. Yeah, we'll definitely spread the word. Elsie the and Jack show, baby. We are, we're in Texas. We worldwide. So all
4: sure
2: right, you I get got this. you. I appreciate you, you guys, guys. having me. All right, you you me. again. All right, good to you. Great, great caller there, Brad. I tell yes, you, sir. It's, it's a big loss. People not really realizing what you have lost. This man just, he he, he can't, this is so much you could talk about, all the achievements that he's been, We'll, we'll talk briefly about them But what we want to do Brad is We'll take a brief pause for the cause And we're going to return With some of the words from Muhammad Ali himself And We'll When we come back We'll play some of his um, We'll talk about Well he'll talk about The Rope dope. And he talks about that and all that. So, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the L.C. and Jack radio show with the bread man and L.C. holding it down as we play a homage to the GOAT, Muhammad Ali. We'll be back. Stay tuned.
3: Hi, I'm Evelyn Sanford King.
1: I'm here at the LC and Jack radio show. This is Jim Brown. I'm on the LC and Jack
0: show.
3: Hi, this is Melba Moore, and you're listening to the LC and Jack show. Hi, this is Gloria Gaynor, and you're listening to the LC and Jack radio show. Turn table knocker, DJ Cut. If you're in New
1: York, you probably remember me from 51051.com. WBLS but I'm back in my hometown, Saint Louis, Foxy ninety five point five. But listen, this is what you need to do. Always, each and every Tuesday, they check out my man L C and Jack. They do the real radio. It's none of that scripted, handcuffed it radio. This is what you need to be listening to, all right? The L C and Jack show. All right?
0: What's good, family? It's
2: your girl, Adina Howard, and you are listening to the one and only Elsie and Jack Radio Show. Love you, boys.
1: Here's my latest poem. Champion of the world, that's what I am. I mean of the whole wide world from here to Siam. And I wish to point out that Brute is the same. Wherever I go, people know that name. The great smell of Brute is best like me. We are champs of the world. Brute and Ali.
2: Brute by Fabergé. After shave, after shower, after anything.
1: Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, the great smell of brute and the punch of Ali.
2: You're looking at the heavyweight champion of the world, of course, Muhammad Ali, perhaps the most visible figure in the entire world these days. And tonight, well, you've made your boast. You say that Lyle will go anywhere between one and eight. One and eight, it'll be all
1: over. All over. All over. The man's never been knocked out. George Foreman's never been knocked out. Chuck Weber's has never been knocked out. And this man's never been out. So it gives me something to fight for.
2: Well, you say that this time you're in shape. By your own admission, you are not for what? Now, let's have a look well, at that. Oh, well,
1: well, I'm in pretty good shape. I'll get by. <laughs> don't worry about my balance You're not in good shape either. <laughs> and if you keep talking, I'm going to show the people you're in no better shape than me. How do you
2: plan to fight the fight, champ?
1: Well, I plan to fight my new style, honey. Huh? I want to announce here now the new style about landing a rope sometime and letting a man punch himself out. It is called the rope a dope. The rope a dope. Rope a dope.
2: What is the word dope, Honor?
1: It honors whoever chases me in the ropes.
2: All right, that's the very point. What if Ron Lyle doesn't pursue you into the ropes? I'll, what if he backs off?
1: If he don't, then I'll just go into my defensive style, Howard, and move in and force him to punch. Watch this thing careful tonight. You will notice how I'll completely wire this man down. Watch careful. You'll notice how when the bell rang, I'll walk right out and take his shots. I'll force him. I'll offer him a deal. He can't refuse. And that's a throwing 4 or five rounds of this, Howard, you're finished. He's got 15 to go. Notice when I go to a roach, you'll see me cover up, blocking the vulnerable parts, blocking the chin. I don't want no amateurs out there to try this because it's awful dangerous. You have to have fast reflexes. It takes 21 years experience to get away with this. But you will see me tonight literally take this man. He may win two or three rounds for the first five, but after five rounds, this man will power. He'll just be completely exhausted. And this is better than me jumping and dancing and running and wasting a lot of time. All this moving, trying to keep him getting hit, and he really can't hurt me. And so it's best to walk on in and let him take a shot and block him and block him. And knowing that in two or three rounds, he'll be completely turned. So you watch it. I'm introducing this to the fight game. It is called the Roper Dope.
4: Obviously, the champion enters tonight's fray. Shake with a full loss of time. Shake him. Good luck.
1: You be there.
2: <laughs> yes, Muhammad Ali himself, the rope-a-dope, well-known technique that he came up with, and it was effective. Oh man, I will tell you. Well, Brett, man, I know you got some some sh- some birthdays and some quick shouts before we get back to the man himself, Ali.
3: Yeah, 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 I got my my homegirl, Malika, Pamela yeah, Meyer on the check-in, it's just a little tipsy, but that's all good, baby, you can listen up, you know what I'm saying, nobody knows that tippy, <laughs> yeah, I want to give a big shout-out to my my uh, Navy shipmate who called in, Mr. Michael Antalon Esquire, uh, he had uh awesome input on the Ali show tonight, also, I want to give a big shout-out to Ms. Diamond Everett out there in the Brentwood area. Met it today on the 3A. Miss African Geisha in the check-in out there in Michigan. Ms. Shante out of Memphis, CEO of More Than a Dime. She's got the fabulous Afrocentric clothing line. I hope she comes out to New York. We're having a big expo in Manhattan on um, July 30th, where she comes through and shows us some of her uh, authentic African wear. I want to give a big uh, birthday shout-out to Juanita Mass, a.k.a. Q-Lady. I'm going to give you a big happy birthday shout-out today on the L.G. and Jack show. It's summer, summertime, all stops. Happy birthday to you. And Tracy May Want to give you a big happy birthday shout out Tonight on the LC and Jack Radio Show
2: That's what's good Brad It's Just giving a shout out to everybody out there All those birthdays All my family down in Tennessee Had a big family reunion So big up to all y'all Thanks for tuning in It's a great time And hopefully in the next year or two uh, We'll do it again somewhere in the United States Not sure <laughs> Somebody will take the baton Run with it So we all get together And uh, enjoy our time together So That said <clears throat> We do have a little bit more From the man himself Ali And this particular Video clip Ali talks about his name change and some of the other things that we were talking about a little bit earlier in the show so with that said you know, there'll be different things that he touches on so let's take a peek Muhammad Ali. i went to the muslim
1: mosque in 1960 when i first went to miami training for professional fighting i went to a muslim meeting and as soon as I heard it, I knew this is what I've been looking for all of my life.
3: Why do you insist on being called Muhammad
2: Ali now?
1: now that's the name given to me by my leading teacher, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. That's my right. original name. That's a black man named. Cassius Clay was my slave name. I'm no longer right. a slave. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Muhammad means worthy of all praises, and Ali means most high. At the height of the racial unrest of the 60s, Cassius Clay, Baptist, had chosen to become Muhammad Ali Muslim. Establishment America was infuriated, even terrified by it. Why was this sports star rocking the boat? Who did this Cassius Clay think he was? It turned out Muhammad Ali thought he was a free man. He had a mind of his own, and he wasn't afraid to use it. I like what all uh, Negroes like and what they're fighting for is freedom. And uh, I understand that the, the civil rights bill is getting ready to die. All that kind of stuff, and then they up? so shook up about where I go to eat dinner. You look, a, it's a shame in the eyes of the intelligent world to even ask me them kind of questions. Where am I going to dinner?
3: If you quit fighting, would you go full time in the civil rights work?
1: Mm. No, I don't know if you, I don't know if I call it civil rights.
3: Well, what what would you do for an occupation if you stopped fighting? Well,
1: I, I don't know what I'll do. I'm, God's got me here for something, but I can feel it.
3: Do you believe, as Brother X suggested today, that violence will be necessary? No, I don't. I don't believe in violence.
1: Because I only I believe in, in violence unless I'm attacked. All sensible people don't believe in violence unless they're attacked. Then nature calls for violence if somebody jumps you.
3: Do you have any uh, thoughts of, of joining the, the Civil Rights Movement at the point of getting arrested somewhere? No, sir. That's an embarrassment. I'm supposed to be free. I don't have to be getting locked up. So we take this to mean that you are refuting uh, Brother Malcolm or Malcolm X's uh, Repudiating uh, what? What's you mean? His position, where he, he his no, his, don't
1: his don't father. don't be writing, don't be telling no lies, don't make it look like I'm talking. I ain't talking against nobody. I ain't not against nobody. I'm not no leader. I'm a little humble follower.
2: Cassius, did you really feel like this before the fight when you were talking so loud? Feel like what? The sentiments you're expressing here about being rather quiet—did you really feel that way, and the rest was just a big act?
1: Yes. Yeah, a wise man can act a fool, but a fool cannot act a wise man.
2: How do you classify yourself? I'm a
1: wise man. I'm finished predicting, also. No more predicting. No more poems. No more nothing. Why
3: did it mm-hmm. change?
1: Now? Well, mainly though, after hearing the teachings of Islam and the, converting to the Muslim religion, Islamic faith. And, been around our leader so much, honorable Elijah Muhammad. Well, just humbleness just come on in. you. just, just don't clown and that crazy no more. It would be the war in Vietnam that would provide a defining moment for 25-year-old Muhammad Ali. As a Muslim minister and conscientious objector, Ali refused to be drafted, even though he knew it could mean the loss of his heavyweight title, even jail. In the face of enormous controversy, Ali did not flinch.
2: There haven't been very many Negroes in this country who have protested the draft in the sense that they have gone in and fought. Do you think that you are setting some kind of an example that perhaps some of them may even... I'm
1: not out to set no example for nobody to follow. I'm a Muslim. I'm with 600 more million who believe the same as me. And uh, I'm just sticking to my religious beliefs in the Holy Quran. Just how far would you go to keep from taking up arms? I'll die. It's anything that's against my religious beliefs. I'd rather face machine gun fire before uh, deviate from the teachings of Almighty God and the religion of Islam. I would die. Well, in this situation, you
2: wouldn't have to die. It would mean that you'd go to jail if you refused well, to take a I'm not saying
1: where I would go. I'm just letting you know that I'm going to stick 1,000% to my religious beliefs. Even if it means die, you figure out the rest every time that I enter the ring, in a way, I'm going to war. They say to me daily, you are a prize fighter. What's the difference? And I like to say to those critics of the press and to the others that there is one hell of a lot of difference in fighting in the ring and going to war in Vietnam. My intention is to box to win a clean fight. But in war, the intention is to kill, 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 and continue killing innocent people. And I want the world and the cameras to hear. Who's the heavyweight champion of the world?
2: That's right. Who's the heavyweight champion of the world? Mm. We all know it. Muhammad it is Ali. The greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was a nice interview. I
3: like
2: that. Yeah, good stuff. On from the the man himself, you know what? It's best to get it from the person directly. Everything don't have to be said for them; they say it themselves. And that's that's what he was about, man. He wasn't about killing just to kill. There's no reason. So he said it himself. Hey. Uh, You know, boxing, it's one thing. Uh, That's how I make my living. And I'm not killing people. So, he leaves some legacy, though. And we'll touch a little bit about that. I mean, he was voted the 100 most important people of the 20th century um, by Time magazine. He was also crowned sportsman of the century by S.I. His name is sports personality of the century in a BBC poll. And some of the other individuals that will also receive votes were Pele, Jesse Owens, and Jack Nicholas. So... That's the company that this man was with. It was also named Kentucky Athlete of the Century. Where he's from? Kentucky, Illinois. Uh, some of the other ones he received not too long ago. Even though it seems like it was, but it's not that long ago. In 2001, he was presented the Presidential Citizens Medal Award by... President Bill Clinton and in 2005 he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President George W. Bush so that award I believe is the highest ranking award that you can receive a civilian can receive so I mean it it goes on and on The amount of awards that he won Again outside of the ring In the ring Of course we know he won the gold medal He won The heavyweight championship At that time You had to to be good To be able to win There were some really tough guys That you had to fight And they were 15 rounds Back then, not 12. Big difference. Got three more rounds. So he's 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 done. We're not even scratching the surface on what this man has done. And kind of gave you a nice overview of if you had no idea as a young individual tuning into the show, which is possible. Guess what? If you're young. There's always you always there's always things to learn and we talked about his his illness, Parkinson. I understand uh, a doctor earlier today was saying that they feel that most people felt i should say take a step back that he he got the disease through taking a lot of hits. to the contrary, several doctors. Today feel that That wasn't the case It wasn't that They felt that This was something It's something that uh, Over I I, I forget the numbers But it's in the millions Americans That get Parkinson's uh, Disease And they felt that It wasn't due to his boxing They're pretty confident about that So
3: Yeah
2: whether or not he yes. was a boxer, he was gonna have parks and this uh disease or what they were saying.
0: Yeah, and I know when mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead,
3: yeah, I, know, I, I know when I was a kid there was a rumor when he did that raid commercial that brought it on
2: and all kinds of stuff. You know people are gonna speculate. Uh,
3: yeah. They don't well, have years. medical
2: minds. Yeah, even I thought that he because he took so many hits, like wow yeah. disease, but not the case they They feel confident that that the, you know they're not still sure about it. they've made a lot of inroads, and they a lot of doctors thanked him for his support. They wouldn't be as far as they are with understanding the disease, mm. so they really thanked him for kind of leading the way to understanding the disease a lot better so one of these days, we have to track down a doctor that handles that disease or specializes it, and perhaps they can come on and educate us oh, yeah. to the extent of that disease. Okay. You really, don't hear a lot outside of Ali. You really don't hear a lot about it.
0: hmm
2: So, be nice. Anybody out there, any of our listeners knows the doctor that specializes? Please hit us up via. LC and Jack page Email LCandJack at gmail.com Let us know And we'll be more than happy To reach out to that individual Get him on the show and talk about the educators Because guess what I'm not that familiar with the disease Of course I think uh, Ali Helped to Expose That he had the disease and I think most people, when they talk about Parkinson's, they they think of Ali,
0: mm-hmm.
2: especially when he was later in life when he was you know he'd shake and mm-hmm. you know he had the disease. So, but aside from that, like I said, he he's done so much for all of us, all people, and because of his in in the ring fighting all over the world. That really did help him It helped him outside Because of who he is His name And people got a chance to meet him When he was abroad And they got a chance to love him For what he was And part of what you heard During a couple of those clips Was like You know I can't even eat what I want to eat You guys want me to go to war (laughs) So he made some great points during that time, segregation. It was just a lot going on. But thankfully, that man stood up and said, I'm not doing what you want me to do. And we have so many we had so many individuals during that time, and we still have a couple left. But who would carry the torch? As we're losing our great God, great individuals. Whether they be Singer, performers We're losing them Civil rights, activists We're losing them Who, who, who Are the next to, to lead For All mankind I Hate to say it like that But you got, you got Donald Trump Talking about racism Trying to take it back to the 60s hmm. Then you don't care about it He just blatantly talks about A judge, a federal judge Where you don't really hear about Presidential candidates Talk bad about any judges and Especially with their nationality Guy was born here in the states Unbelievable But this is why we have to get out and vote Come November You don't get out and vote This man gets an office Got nobody to blame but All those individuals That didn't get out and vote It's just as important now You know Obama's not running We need to get out there and, And even his own Republican party Denouncing his, his segregation His racist remarks He don't care though He figures I've been doing it this whole time I might as well keep doing it but That's where we have to Let our vote talk for us Whether you like Hillary or not Guess what Out of both of them she's the most qualified And she would be the only one i vote for Out of the two of them Because I'm definitely not voting for a Donald Trump <laughs> not gonna put somebody in there that's gonna to take us back to the sixties. Guess wall. what? It's easy for the next thing he's gonna be, be talking about blacks, Puerto Ricans, he's talking about he's talking about Mexicans and he's talking about Muslims. Well not all Muslims are bad people, just like Mexicans. People have their right, their choice. And just because we had a war and certain individuals were maybe Muslim or whatever the case doesn't mean that everybody is bad but unfortunately we have a lot of people that that like that negative that believe in that racism so he's getting that or they can't they don't want to say it and he's saying it so enough on that we'll have plenty of time in the coming months to talk about Donald Trump But again If you're just tuning in It's a Muhammad Ali The GOAT show That's all we're talking about That's the least we can do To pay tribute To a man who dedicated his life To the people And that's what he did Well we got One other quick clip here And then we're going to Bring it back And then we're going to get out of here <laughs> But I would love these clips Takes you back in time And the best thing is You hear directly from the man himself So with that said We're going to touch on Some, some of his speeches And we'll just touch a little bit about it Here we go
1: I hear a lot of talk about old-time great fighters, I heard people say that Joe Louis, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. After watching these films, watching their opponents, watching their styles, watching how they fought, watching their footwork and their speed, and my critics will admit that I am the fastest heavyweight in the history of boxing, with feet and hands, it may come as a shock to you, but I say that I would have beat every heavyweight that ever lived before me. Joe's gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Is Joe Frazier your cousin? Yes, right. He
3: sure you. <laughs> and
1: you think your cousin can whip me? Uh
3: huh. You really do? Uh, Anybody
1: on my... <laughs> Anybody on your what? Anybody in my family, I think. Me. <laughs> Anybody in your family can whoop me? Yeah,
0: tell me. I'm <laughs> sorry, I Joe Frazier's
1: your cousin. After I whoop uh-huh. Joe Frazier, you still gonna come in here and buy a champ burger?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> if I beat him,
1: you gonna still buy a champ burger? Uh-huh. All right.
0: But. So <laughs> Let me see you close your mouth and just keep it closed.
2: Right? Well, you know that's no, impossible. No, no, no. keep it closed. You know it's that's impossible. I'm the greatest. And I'm knocking out all bones. And if you get too small, I'll knock you out. I did he,
1: he changed all my out. He might get him in two. He, he pulling his, his hand so back. It. He holds his hands too low. Well, I'm still over in with, with All of you reporters made it hard on us. Never write about me like that. Never make me six to one. You just make me angry. Never, never make me no underdog. And never talk about who's going to stop me. Oh, ain't nobody going to stop me. Not a heavyweight in the world fast enough to stop me. Slow Joe Lewis, whoop me. Slow moving, shuffling Joe Lewis. Beat me. Henry Cooper's nothing to me. Uh, if this bum go over five rounds, I won't return to the United States for 30 days. That's final.
2: Okay, since you're not worried about this guy, Cooper, uh, how about when you get through with him? What are your plans after that?
1: Well, uh, you're right. I'm not even worried about this big bum. Uh, Cooper will only be a warm up until I get to that big ugly bear, Sonny Liston. Uh, London, England, I jumped off the airplane. Pick the cameraman everywhere I go. You can look in the gym today. The TV, the cameraman, everybody that follows me. I'm so great. See that bear on the street? I beat him before the photo fight. You'd actually take him on before the fight? Beat him like I'm his daddy. I I, I make this prediction. This will be the biggest upset in all fighting history, and this will be the easiest fight of my life. The ball is training harder for this fight than any
2: fight in the past. This is Cassius Marcellus Clay. He's young, he's handsome. They know it. He's a poet, a prophet, and many people believe he'll be the next heavyweight champion of the world. I saw Sonny listen a few days ago, Cassius. Ain't he (laughs) ugly? He's, he's too ugly to be the world
1: champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. Well, he told me to bet my life that you wouldn't go three rounds. Well, if you want to lose your money, then bet on Sunday.
2: Oh, uh, may I ask because you this?
1: Because I'll never lose a fight. It's impossible. Tell him. It's impossible. Never be lost a fight in your life. That's of my fans. remember the last time they lost? I'm too fast. Champion from the, the crib. I'm the king. King the friend. camp. Go to the champ from the crib. Ah! I predict that he will go in a to prove that I am great. And if he want to go to heaven, I'll get him in 7 he <laughs> He'll
2: be in the uh, worst of a- Well, that is Muhammad himself, and he was rolling, baby.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Well, you talk memory. about a man that could sell himself. Or sell. He could sell a paper bag. That's who he was. He could sell himself He could talk And he was very well Spoken Very well spoken That's what I love about him He was right on point And he had fun doing it And then when it was time to get serious He was all about business And guess what Those reporters respected him Because he respected himself And when you respect yourself Others will respect you Just a tidbit there To pass on To our youth Gotta respect yourself For you to gain respect That's what's good Well Brett What do you got man Before we get on out of here
3: Okay I got one more Birthday shout out To one of my homegirls NTA driver Down in the city Her name is Toya Nicole I want to give her A big birthday uh, shout out. Uh, she sent me some awesome pictures and a new live video feed from Myrtle Beach, her and her crew. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her. And I want to give a big shout out to one of my uh, homegirls that's on the uh, tour with Beyonce, Sadia Nairobi. She got me some guest passes. So I'm going to hang out my sister and a friend down in Baltimore this weekend, so I'm going to go see Beyonce's uh, tour, man. I'm going to see her concert, man. I'll be up in front row, LC.
0: Yeah, I hear
3: you. Do your thing, man.
2: Yo, Shut up, by the way, team, while you're there, man. Tell her to slip your, uh, her, her cell number to you so you can get her on the show.
3: i have to, I have to talk to Jay-Z right there. I got to, the <laughs> <you know> <laughs> to talk to the man first. I'll talk to the man first. I'll give him the over sign. Over, what up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll be in Baltimore this weekend Checking out The B You know what I'm saying I'm going to be enjoying myself on that uh, I thought I'd never go to a Beyonce concert But it's going to be my first one And uh, I'm going to enjoy it man. I'm going to enjoy B's world tour The formation You know what I'm saying Yeah, definitely I enjoy it. That's it Adia Nairobi Awesome dancer. She's one of the lead dancers with the blonde hair doing her thing. Shout out to her
2: and her husband,
3: Mark Marvelous, also. He's an awesome dancer as well. He dances with Usher and some of the top name uh, performers in, 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 in the business. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, thank you for the tribute for the Muhammad Ali show. Rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. You're going to be missed. We're forever going to keep you In our hearts
2: On the LC and Jack show This was good Brad I couldn't say it any better Legend That's I mean The GOAT Whatever you want to say Greatest of all time The man did it He spoke it Did it all And There's not too many people That kind of Take front and center when it comes to anywhere in the world. He's been front page, news, radio, TV. That was it, man. Just him. Across the world. Wow. Saying something. So, that said, we thank you for tuning in. We got some guests lining up here in the next couple of weeks. So, make sure you tune in each and every week as you never know who's going to be on the show. So, with that said, stay safe, stay sound. God bless. Peace.